such a time. I believe that God wants to bless us. God wants to minister to us. God wants to speak to our spirit. These are seasons and times that God wants to relate to you, wants you to be sensitive to the spirit of God, and God will guide you and lead you. Then last week, I said God was a prayer answering God. He's a prayer answering God in the church we be, the praying church. Because if there's somebody uh, who is to answer our prayer, then we need to also pray to him. And that God answers, God does not only answer prayer, but answer all things. He gives a listening ear to our prayers all the time, anytime we come here. And the presence of God brings faith and not fear. Uh, I also said the answers to our prayers are in the spiritual realm. Very, very important. And that is where the battle and the warfare is. Uh, it's not against God, neither against our friends who are on earth here, <laughs> but in the spiritual realm. And that is where our warfare is, not against the flesh and blood, which is mean that the physical people we see here and the physical things we meet here. Neither is it a, against God who is in heaven, but against some beings who are in the spiritual realm that always fight, uh, try to hinder us from getting to our goal. And that's why we need to overcome in that realm. And maybe sometime now I will be dealing with overcoming those things. Hallelujah. Say amen most important thing is overcoming. Tell somebody overcome. You need to overcome simply that you need to conquer. The Christian life should be a life of victory but it's also a life of war. You know he's a God of peace but when he speaks sometimes he is for war. You find out throughout the scriptures when God started dealing with man, created man on this earth. His desire is that man will always overcome or will have victory over every situation. So anyone God walked with, wherever God is, there is always victory. You read throughout the Bible, Anytime God's people get defeated, it means that God has withdrawn his hands or himself from that. But when God appears, so they know there's victory. So most of the time, when they were going to war, sometimes they carried the ark and bringing the presence of God and that encourages them to win every warfare and battle. And God wants us to win our battles too. Say, I must win a battle. Which area do we need victory? What are the objects that we fight against? If it's a victory, victory is not, or overcoming is not just a word. If you have to have 
victory, there must be an enemy. There must be somebody we are fighting. And who are we even fighting? What are we going to, are we expected to have victory over? Uh, I will talk about two, I will take my time throughout many, uh, maybe as God gives me weeks uh, to deal with them, which I won't rush over. Let's look at John 16, John 16 verse 33. These things have I spoken to you, that in me you may have what? And in the world you will have what? But be of what? I have what? I have overcome what? The world. Whatever Jesus has overcome, he overcame it for you. So we have one thing to contend, the world. This world is full of warfare. Something this world is not kind to believers. When I say the world, I'm talking about there's a difference between the earth and the world. The earth is what we live on. The world is a substance that drives this world. There's a computer, isn't it? And there's a system that operates the computer, isn't it? One is called hardware, one is called what? Good. The world is the software. The hardware alone uh, is nothing. It's what you put in. If you put Christianity inside, it works, it operates very well. If you put sin inside, sin will work well. Whatever you put in it is what it will produce to us. And this world, the enemy have managed to control the systems of this world. He's controlled the education. He tried to control the educational world. He tried to control the, uh, tell me, all kind of world, financial world. He tried to control other areas of this world. So that it's something very difficult to be able to survive as a Christian. So they say, oh, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. But they put you in a certain system. The system itself can, if it's all corrupt, and they put you in the midst of the corruption, you get corrupted. But Jesus said, I came to this corrupt world, but I've been able to withstand and I've overcome it. Because I'm able to overcome it, you too can overcome every system. The systems of this world, sometimes they are not very friendly to the believer. But we must go through it and win them and change situation. Sometimes those who want to do the right thing, they are fought. They are hated. They are demoted. They are they undermined. How do we live in this world with all these things around us and still overcoming? And that is what we'll be dealing with. So the world 
but we'll find a way how do we overcome this world. Then let's go to Romans chapter 12. I'm telling you uh, the object of, of overcoming or having victory. We have to have victory in which area? One, I said the world, isn't it? Then second, the devil. And sometimes you yourself. The most difficult to conquer is you. It's very easy to point to somebody's mistakes than to look at yours. If it's your mistake or if it's you who did it, there should be a reason why you did it. You want people to understand that I'm flesh and blood. If it's another person, it's not flesh and blood. <laughs> Let's crucify him. So victory must first begin from you. And that is the reason why Jesus came. That he will die for us, put his spirit within us, give us the power to overcome. One, the flesh. The desire of the flesh. This world, do you know what is the Bible says that? This world, the desire of the flesh is very strong and the world is magnifying it. The reason why a small boy would like to go and kill somebody to make money. It's the desire of the flesh. The time you need to think about how to attend school and finish and start working with principles and revelations so that you can rise up. They come and meet people in a nice car and they won't ask, how did he begin? And how many miles did he walk before getting to this place? Immediately, they just want to have the fruit without planting the seed. Go to somebody's farm and you see fruit. You don't just think that the thing came up overnight. They have been hard work within the place, putting the seed, guiding the seed, watering it until they grow and wait impatiently for it to flower and also to bring out the fruit. But they don't see, nobody sees the seed inside. Nobody sees the hard work in it. Nobody sees the watering. Nobody sees whatever it takes. What attracts people is fruit. Isn't it? You could be passing on a certain way for a very long time. You may not recognize certain things. By the time, if it's, there's a mango tree, you won't think about it. But when it bears fruit and you see that yellow tent, very nice. Anytime you're passing, you like mangoes, you stand and look at it. And you, you, you want to do something to it. You've been passing under that place several times. The time it started coming up, you were still walking. You never recognize it until the fruit. So when people see fruit, they want to see the fruit right now. 
The problem with us is that everybody wants to get something right now. We don't understand process of time. That when you want a baby, it starts as something small, develop, come out. It doesn't just come out and say, Mama, I'll eat kokonte. If you get a baby like that, I can imagine what will happen. You give birth to the baby, it stands up. Mama, where's daddy? <laughs> you will run away with the placenta. <laughs> you, the midwife, the doctors, they will all scatter and leave the child like that. We expect the child to go through processes and become mature. But people don't want to grow. Fast food, fast growth, fast things. This time, the fast world. So they come to see people and they want to use all method to get the flesh tells you it's nice. Somebody gives you a lift. You sit in a car, gives you nice music. Yay, Charlie, the thing is, he says. Then things come into your mind. This guy, one day, I'll kill and take the car. So now even difficult to give lift. It's very difficult to do good, which the Bible says we should do good. The well has been corrupted, and the Bible expects us to do good. But you don't know the difference between the angel and the demon. But the demon's works are more profound. So even when angels come on your way, you say, Kai, it must be a demon. <laughs> so it's difficult for somebody when he's in trouble at night to give the person a place to sleep in your house, even though you have a spare room there. It's not that you don't want to do it. But the world is so sinful that if you do it, maybe by the next day, your head might be gone and the body will be dead. They will bury you without your head. If your head is not gone, your things are gone. If your things are not gone, his sin the place well. So he's going to plan. But the Bible says that we should do good to strangers. How can we do good to strangers when strangers are dangerous? <laughs> so we are torn between Obeying the word of Christ and risking our life is very risky to live a pure Christian life in the world. This flesh, we have a battle, a warfare. It's a container which your spirit lives in. But there's always, the Bible says there's always war between 
the flesh and the spirit. Should I tell you the kind of war? How many of you desire to do good and you wish you were living a certain kind of spirit uh, life without sin but there are some particular sins that makes you fall and this week you made you fall. You've been struggling to the extent that the flesh love it. While you are praying, you like the thing. There is something within you who say, I don't like it. But something outside that enjoys it. I don't chase women. That was good. I don't drink. I don't know who told them that. Good. I don't do what? Smoke. But you still. You lie. You even lied before coming to church. Someone says, oh, it's a circumstantial lie. It's the circumstance that made me lie. And some people call it white lie. Which one is a black lie? And which one is called white lie? Every lie is a lie. Sometimes if you assess things, you assess yourself first. You humble yourself. The word of God is a mirror. Anytime you look into it, you see your real you. Your real you is that you should not steal. And you see a nice man who is not a thief. But you see the one outside that there's some spot of free somewhere. You look at it, it will tell you how you ought to be, how you should be. But the world also has got other things that stick to your body. The flesh have a weakness. It desire what is in this world. Because it is taken from the earth. It always wants to lie. It wants an easy way. It wants to sleep and not work. And have money. It wants to hate. It looks at some people. And their face don't look nice to them. That is the flesh. Look at some people. Their height annoys them. Look at it. The guy is tall. Too tall. They look at some who have got height challenge. And they said, why? They don't look at their brain. They don't look at their 
character. And this fleshy thing is coming gradually unless you introduce the flesh in the church, some people will not come to church. So, gradually we have to import from the world and mix it with the church. But the early church stood out and it's the world that ran. The people who turned the whole Jerusalem upside down. Not the world that turned the church upside down. When the spirit is put under cover, the flesh, the two of them cannot be strong at the same time. One should be strong and one should be weak. And during this time, you know, some of you were able to overcome many things. But after that, after Jesus fasted for 40 days, that's where the temptation came. In his 40 days, he said, no, hey, this guy, if I go to him now, no, no, no I can't get it. But after he has fasted, after he's finished the spiritual exercise, the flesh started talking. Try, turn this stone to bread. Use the power that is given to you to feed yourself. Become selfish. It's for you alone. Make money out of it. And Jesus referred him to the mirror. When I look myself into the mirror, it is written, I am not made to live on bread alone, but every word that comes from me. This is the real thing. So I can't listen to the word. He took him to another place, isn't it? This one was a temptation of the flesh. He was hungry. Then someone said, ah, pastor, am I a tree? I pray for a husband. God is not giving me a husband. I pray for a wife. I'm not finding one. Meanwhile, I'm a human being. And he said, we shouldn't fornicate. Yes, there can be strong desire. Having a strong desire is not a sin. A strong desire to sin is not a sin. But sinning is a sin. Being tempted is never a sin. But yielding to temptation is a sin. Don't allow the devil to say, yay! that I've looked at my body, my dear fashion, fashion. Why Jenny Akasia open? Nanso, why you must say, see the Tibian made a live for Christ. You haven't seen. Temptations may come. So the first temptation for Jesus was the flesh. 
The flesh was hungry. And what he's feeling is real. The what you're going is true, is real. But don't go to that. Then the second temptation, you know what we took into? Then the devil took him into the what? The holy city. Set him on what? The pinnacle of the temple. Wow. And said to him, if you are what? The son of God. Throw yourself of pride. You do things because you want people to know you are this. Some of us are not living our real life. A life of pretense. What you are not. You want the world to see this is how you are. Coming to church. Go and borrow somebody's car every day. Come. Because you give a lady Lift for them to know that you too, you did. Sometimes a preacher finished preaching, being led by God, that some people can do this, do this, come forward for maybe thousand or five hundred grand. You don't have some. But you walk, not by faith, but because you don't want people to say you don't have money. Meanwhile, you know you won't give. Deception. Don't come. It's not a force. You shouldn't be manipulated to come there. You are not coming to please the pastor or anybody. If you are not led, don't go. You don't go because of men or because of people or because somebody by you will think that you are poor or will say more thing. You go because it has created faith in you. And you believe God has spoken to me. And because God has spoken, I am going to do it. Man shall not live by bread alone, by, by every word. The word which God has spoken to you. If it stirred your heart and it's stirring in your heart, move forward. If not, sit down there. Jesus the next level. He said, if you, you are, if you are the son of God, you see, if you know who you are, there's no if about me. If you come to tell me, if you are a man, sometimes people say, we are I am not a woman. A woman yourself. You don't need to prove yourself to anyone. Some of us, we want to prove something. 
you have nothing to prove. You are who you are. No wonder many people are having high blood pressure. You put unnecessary pressure on yourself. If your salary is able to rent one bedroom, go and rent one bedroom. And believe God to move to two. Says that certain thing you don't need them. But because you want men. See, if you don't get this, they won't respect you. Let them take their respect. For God is better for God to respect you than men to respect you. I hope you're getting me. Yes, you. I'm giving you practical things for your life. So we are tempted in this area. Want to prove ourselves. Pride. Joe Pompo. <laughs> Pride and pomposity. So Jesus was tested like how you be tested. Then the other one. Again, the devil took him up. All the places he took him was where? Where you can see the last of what? These eyes. At a height. When you are low, you know, let somebody get money. See, his character will come. Poor people, you don't see their character proper. You see, whether you like it or not, you are already being humble. It's called, it's called by force humility. <laughs> Let a person be rich, get a person in a high position. That's where you know what is within him will come out. He took Jesus up on a mountain. Yeah. On top of the mountains, that's where you are at your peak. The top. And the devil took him on the top high mountain and showed him all what? The kingdoms of the world and their glory. Wow. Where we are caught now. The kingdoms of the world and their glory. And you look at it. That's where compromising comes. And what the devil says, and he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. You don't need to go to the mountain. Sometimes in offices, your boss is making an advance on you. Oh, yeah, I report to Hey, all right, I'll lose my job. Lose your job. Sometimes people are afraid to say it because there will be those who go and sit on it. 
they too, they are doing the same thing. So they will put you in a certain area and destroy If it's linked with your promotion, don't sell sex for promotion. Don't sell sex for money. Don't sell it for anything. Not only that, don't compromise. Show you the world. Guy, if you sign this thing, some of you, you see this greed, the kingdoms of the world, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'll give you all the beautiful houses in the latest car. How many cars can you sit in at a time? For you to allow Satan to destroy your life. If only you bow, this is what I'm going to do for you. If you bow and worship me, some of us have left the faith because of the world. You've deserted Christ because of the world. Repent and come back for he's waiting to receive you. He said, and he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Satan is ready to give you the entire world if only you will worship him. Worship, he knows the essence of worship. Essence of falling and kotowing to him. He knows that. In fact, he has been in heaven before. How many know that? Lucifer. Lucifer used to be there. And he knows how music in you is all the instruments. So the guy, that's where every choir, if you go to a church, you want a problem, go to the choir. But Satan is always trying to fight them. It's not the people. It is the spirit. So if you don't take time, you will attack individuals. I hope my church is us. No boy. It is common in every level. It's so powerful. So much. Worship is so powerful. So much the devil desired it. And he was ready to sacrifice the world for worship. I want to say that we shouldn't underestimate the ability of the devil. He's been in the field for a very long time. It's just that his power has been taken up, but he still has uh, some tricks to do. He understands things. So we need to understand things better. For him to be able to take away one dead, this church, if even 
of the people live. You've had the fail. 20% live. You had the fail. Then one third. 33. One third. It means that not any other person for you to be able to pull them from the creator God, the one who possesses all wisdom, it means that he should not be underestimated. One third. Pull them along. Convince them. That's why we need to be sober. He wanted Jesus to worship him. Once he get the worship of Jesus, Salvation is finished. We can't get salvation again. Sometimes there's things that are compelling us to worship Satan. It's not that you go and stand before Juju and worship. No, no, I'm not talking about that. That one is too far. It's few people, Christian, who can do that. But there are other gods. Have no any other god beside me. But you have a god. Anything you love more than God is a God. Your husband can be a, a God. Your pastor can be a God. Your friend can be a God. Even your business can be a God. Some people, when they promote them now, they have a new God. No church. Anything that to shift your attention and your allegiance from God become a God to you. If they make you a president, how will your working be? How will you want to be treated in the house of God? How will your heart be? Will you stand as a Christian Christian Ghanaian or Ghanaian Christian? There are two different things. There's a Ghanaian Christian who says, I'm a Ghanaian. There's a Nigerian Christian. You see Nigeria first before God. You see Ghana before God. But we have a Christian Ghanaian who is a Christian. His allegiance is first to God. And whatever he does on earth here reflects what God like. So if there is corruption in this area, that is not his. Listen, he is to reflect God here. But if you're a Ghanaian Christian, you and you're a Christian, yes, you're a Christian and you're a Ghanaian, and Ghana changes like this, you will have to change and put Christianity into it. Go and stand and worship God and go and sing. Go and stand and worship God, go and steal. Which one are you? Good. Kitchen, you mentioned your country. Hallelujah. So, if anything, if it comes to choosing between the nation and God, choose God to die. That's how serious it is. That was what Daniel and his friends, even though they were taken into captivity, they saw themselves first 
Jews before Babylon. So they did everything correct. They served the king very well. They used their wisdom to work well. But when it comes to the spiritual aspect of things, they never compromise. They said, bow to this. Worship this. They said, we won't worship. We are ready because we are not from this place to worship this God. We are from above. So the one we worship is there. We are just ambassadors here. So we cannot even subdue our and subject ourselves to the laws of distance. They said, if we don't do it, we will burn you. He said, we are ready to burn. How many Christians can say, I am ready to lose my job because of righteousness? Because not many members. So finally, I will continue on this week. I want to build you a strong Christian in this turbulent world. This world, some people must stand out. There must be a salt that will salt in every area. There must be a light that will bright every area. And if God says that if he gets 10 people, he could change the entire city. With this number, God can change the destiny of Ghana. Even if no church and this number alone, you can influence the entire nation. And look at all the churches all around. It means that we are not doing something right. 70% but we don't feel the impact of 10%. What is Christian impact? Apart from the schools, they build long time. We must arise. The well is not waiting for us. The well is increasing its strength. Believers must stand up. We can overcome them. We can overcome every situation. But first, I spoke there because the human, you yourself need to overcome yourself first before you can face the other. This is an internal overcoming. Next week, I will continue. There are promises and rewards of overcomers. We'll get them in weeks to come, if God permit. And even this one, I have not exhausted it. God bless you.